Is it on? Hmm. Alright. Alright, alright, alright. Where do I start? Once upon a time, I had a life. It wasn't exactly a beautiful and fulfilling life, but you know, it was a life in which I could go outside, actually be productive, and meet friends like a normal human being. I am an ENTJ and a Gemini. Imagine my struggle. I really need my social life and this quarantine is just not for me. I know, I know, I'm whiny as hell, it's already annoying, no one wants to listen to me complain when there's people that are dying. And so here I am, talking to myself. Everyone's doing a podcast nowadays, aren't they? Even the grandma across the street has one about knitting and crocheting. I don't know anything about any of that. I don't even know the difference. Honestly, I don't have the talent for technical stuff. But you know what I'm good at? Monologuing. I can drone on and on about things that I do like. And so, well, I decided that K-pop will be the hill to die on. There's just so much to talk about, and this podcast will be the answer to your quarantine boredom. From now on, I'm your host, Kara Cinta. That's Kara with a K, followed by C-I-N-T-A for you, white people. And this podcast is titled K-Dish because, well, I serve K-pop topics, and my name starts with a K. I'm so witty, I know. It's actually really terrible, and I hate myself for this. Anyway, on this podcast, I will talk about the juicy stuff, the kind of stuff fandoms usually try to bury like nothing's happening. I will talk about my faves, as though other people actually care. And I will be what I truly am deep inside, an opinionated asshole. Yes, this little show is rated PG-13 because I don't want to offend a huge part of the K-pop fandom that could potentially be my listeners. So honestly, I don't even know how ratings really work. So let's just say it's PG-13 for now. And I know I'm not supposed to make promises I can't keep, but hear me out. I will try, try being the keyword here, to upload a new episode every week. I'm thinking every Friday night, my favorite time of the week. Although ever since COVID-19, I realized time is a social construct and it doesn't matter anymore. It's all fake and we're all doomed anyway. And I'm not sure if it's Friday today. Is it? But anyway, because this is my podcast, my world, my rules, I get to pick what I want to talk about and I'm kicking it off with a little segment I call Important Bits, in which I will take one topic of the week that I feel needs to be addressed. It's probably not the most fun segment, but it's something that should never be ignored. I know I'm aware that fangirling is an escape from reality for most of us, but we gotta remember, we are a human being first before we are a K-pop stan, and that's very important. If you're on social media this past few days, especially on Twitter, it's impossible not to know what's been going on in the USA. People are moving to the front lines in the streets, protesting, demanding for change in society. The Black Lives Matter movement isn't something that was founded just now. It's been around for years, in case you somehow didn't know. But it's been on the rise this week, both online and offline, due to the brutal murder of George Floyd and several other victims of police brutality. Because of these tragedies, people are fighting for justice both in real life and through social media. And I gotta say that I really appreciate everyone because every help counts. So what does this have to do anything with K-pop? Well, let's get familiar with the term cultural appropriation. I know you've at least heard of it, maybe you never thought too much about it even when your idol is guilty of it, so let me tell you at least the definition. Per dictionary, 
Cultural appropriation is the adoption or co-opting, usually without acknowledgement, of cultural identity markers associated with or originating in minority communities by people or communities with a relatively privileged status. I hope you took notice of the word privilege there and see why people of color aren't okay with it. There's people out there, I'm not gonna say who, but they take certain aspects of other people's culture that they like or they consider as exotic just for the hell of it and then use it in a way that wasn't originally intended by the owners of said culture. Minorities have had their lives, their land, their entire possession taken away through colonialism and it's infuriating how people with privilege can just strip away what we have left. What's worse, these same people like our culture but not us as people or as individuals. They don't even have respect for us. They want to wear kimonos and paint their face like a geisha while still making harmful jokes about Asians and COVID and attacking us. They want to use AAVE and wear box braids but still say the n-word even though they know the history. They want to wear a headdress to Coachella but don't recognize Native American's rights. It goes on and on and on. If we say we don't like it, then don't fucking do it. How is that difficult to comprehend? So many, and I really mean this, so many K-pop idols are guilty of this quote-unquote borrowing of other cultures. Sometimes they even go beyond cultural appropriation and just do something straight up racist. How many times do I have to see someone wear blackface on TV? It was never and will never ever going to be funny. I wish I didn't have to see Shindong in blackface because it's just, ugh, beyond vile. Seriously. Enough with the dreadlocks, the box braids, the bindis, the n-word, the bullshit about ethnic hip, and everything else that isn't yours. Look, I'm not black, I will never personally understand or experience the struggle you guys go through, but I'm also a POC. I've had my own share of uncomfortable situations, mostly with white people, because I'm Southeast Asian and I'm a Muslim. So I have to admit that my own people have history with being discriminatory against minorities in our country and perpetuating harmful beliefs. It's all very shameful, but I took my time to grow and learn what's right and wrong. And I'm not here to speak over the black community or overstep my boundaries. Today, I simply want to do the right thing. We should all stand in solidarity with black people because this isn't just an American problem. Black people across the globe are treated like shit and that's not something I can let slide without saying anything. And that's another thing that's been on my mind this week. I'm kind of a regular on the K-pop subreddit. I know it's gross to admit it. I can't believe I'm even saying it out loud. But it is what it is. Let me tell you. There was a post about Yeri sharing a BLM post on Instagram and whew, I was not prepared for the comments. No, people didn't have a problem with her post. In fact, it was a good thing that Yeri spoke up and nobody was against it. What made me kind of feel weird was the debate in the comments. People were actually debating over whether idols should be expected to speak up about BLM or not. And I swear, it was dangerously close to being an all lives matter bullshit. There were several comments about how Americans are selfish, that America is not the center of the world. Which is true, at least that part, but let's not get into that. These people were debating that if idols have to say something, anything at all about BLM, then they should do the same with other issues around the world. 
in an ideal world. That's how it should be, right? Idols should be able to post about social and political issues if they want to. And this goes for everything, not only about the US. Ideally, raising awareness should be a normal thing. But you know what? It just didn't sit right with me how these idol groups trip over their feet over Western validation. But when it comes to the important issues, they're suddenly silent. How are you gonna profit from your Western friends and then turn your back on them? You've received so many Western words from Western TV shows thanks to your fans who are largely POC, especially African Americans. They cheered for you, they fought for you when you're being attacked by haters. They bought your shit and made you multi-millionaires. Your billboard achievements are thanks to them, and now they need you. Why are you all so quiet now? How are you the ambassadors for the UN? How do you make a big speech for the UN about violence and then not say anything? How are you gonna claim you're a global group with global fans with global reach but ignore the world around you? All of you. Even if we put aside money and Western recognition for a moment, again, like I said, this isn't just about America. People in other countries like Germany, Australia, New Zealand are marching for BLM too because this is a cause worth fighting for. Point on the map for me where black people aren't being unfairly judged just because of the color or the shade of their skin. You fucking can't because that's the reality for them. Taking a stance on BLM is also directly related to the topic of culture. K-pop as a whole borrows so much from black culture, let's not kid ourselves. Even if it's just the rap part in a song by that one member who can't sing, who do you think they got it from? You take and take and take whatever you like from them and then pay them dust. That doesn't sit right with me. That shouldn't be something anyone just accept and let go. If your faith have said something, anything, and they're Asian American, then congrats for them for doing the bare minimum. I'm still put off by the whole Ember issue and I will tread lightly with anyone with a problematic history. But even she said something about BLM and well, it's something. And you know what? I think everybody should just follow suit. Racism shouldn't be such a polarizing topic. You're either a racist comeback or you're not. And at a time like this, being silent just won't do it. Trust me, these idols aren't as clueless as you think they are. Sure, a lot of them don't have higher education, but that's not a reason for anyone to not learn anything. These idols travel the world for a living. They interact with so many people of different backgrounds. They have diverse fans. They go on V-Life and read comments with various country flags. Not to mention, South Korea has some of the fastest internet connection, especially on mobile, and a lot of them are active on social media. I know how a lot of you think they see your thirst tweets and listen to your meme songs, but now you think they don't see the tweets about BLM? It's frankly embarrassing that a bunch of minors on Stan Twitter are doing more than these celebrities who have millions of followers, a huge platform to raise awareness. Johnny did the bare minimum by posting a black screen and the BLM hashtag and a lot of his fans finally woke up. So don't tell me that it doesn't matter or that it doesn't work. It's honestly so much less than what I expected from him because I do like him. Honestly, he seems like a good bloke, but you know what? I'll take it as a baby step. Ideally, he should have included links and other useful information, and even more ideally, these fans shouldn't have to be told what to do. 
but a lot of them are young. They're literally still growing up from being children, and maybe they still need an example from their idol, and I guess that's fine. You should learn every day from anyone, and that's a good thing, so I won't fault them for this. And I know, I know how strict these companies are. I know that too well, as I've been a K-pop stan for a decade. That's a pretty long goddamn time to realize all the bullshit in the industry and the fandoms. Sometimes, I'm saying sometimes, there is a good reason why these agencies put their stars on short leash. Because, let's be real, these celebrities keep finding ways to fuck up. But this isn't one of those cases. Actual human lives are at stake, and alienating racist fans should be the least of their concern. If Yeri and Joni from SM Entertainment can post about it, what other excuse does your fave who's under the same umbrella have? Mind you, some of my faves are also under SM, but I'm certainly not going on Twitter defending them or any other of my faves for doing jack shit. Like, where the hell is Zico? I like his music, I really do, he's so often hailed as the best idol rapper out there, a genre that originated from black people, which is exactly the kind of music he makes for himself and for other idols, so where is he? I clearly remember him claiming to have a black soul in his song Bermuda Triangle, so where is he? Or did he conveniently forget his entire career? Listen, I will take all my words back if he says anything at all, and I'm not singling him out because, believe me, this goes for other artists out there who have been eerily silent all this time. Your silence is deafening. The next time you rap about how hard famous or how much money you have, the next time you do some ignorant shit for your mixtape, I will remember your choice today. That's not to say everyone is at fault though, because not all of them are terrible about it. Shout out to Tablo for doing things right, I know I can always trust that guy. Same goes to Crush and everyone else who have been using their platform for good. And to the fans, especially on Stan Twitter, I beg you, do not use this as ammunition for your stupid fan words. You can be proud of your faith for doing something right. But do not shift the focus to you or to them. If your faith haven't said anything, let me tell you that it's not terrible for you to expect better from them, especially if you're a POC yourself. So many racist fans are crawling out of the woodwork, and your safety and comfort should always come first. If this has made you feel uncomfortable, it's okay to take a break from the fandom. It's also totally okay if you choose to no longer support a certain artist. At the end of the day, humanity is always the top priority. Black Lives Matter right now and always. Reach out to me on Twitter at ByKaraCinta or my backup at Kara underscore Cinta and I'll catch you next week on KDish.